It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! One, two... Welcome to the final Let Me Talk from City's pre-season tour. Now, this is a bit of a strange one today because we don't actually know if the game with Atletico Madrid is going ahead at the time of recording this. If it does, we'll have reaction to it shortly. If it doesn't, then we'll discuss the news of the week, the end of the tour and the season ahead in a little bit more depth. Let's see what happens. I'm David Mooney in Manchester. I am joined by the Athletic City correspondent Sam Lee in a very rainy soul. How is it there? Yeah, yeah very rainy. Um, it's cooled down slightly. <laughs> So on. <laughs> I've been saying this the whole time. Um, when I got when I got here, like the because the temperatures on the app were a bit lower. Yeah. So when I, I got out on Friday morning, whenever it was, I was like, "This will be all right. It's, it's quite nice in the shade." And then I walked to everyone else's hotel, like twenty five minutes. And I was absolutely dripping. It was horrific. And like the the feels like is it just the humidity? Yeah. Tokyo. Yeah. So the, I think the feels like is like 43, 44 degrees. Christ. I mean, last night it felt like even worse. There's like an international like scout convention as well. And there's genuinely like thousands of troops of scouts from all over the world, and they're just everywhere. Yeah, as well. And then when you go, to be fair, when you walk down the main one of the main streets last night, and they had all the the food stalls and stuff. Obviously, they're cooking stuff as well, so it makes it even hotter. It was just all, yeah, mental how hot it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then we come out of the metro today for the game, and it's raining, and then it's just. It just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, and you know you, you'll have seen the the pictures and the videos of the the state of the pitch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as it stands, we got a half hour delay, which will be a late an even later finish than um, I was looking forward to. But fine. <laughs> um, but no, it's been yeah, it's been great. Um, it's pretty marked differences in terms of Japan and Korea, and yeah, you know, because obviously we were saying in Japan nearly 4,000 people were watching training the tickets were sold out um, you know highest attendance for a football game in that stadium was the City one before that that was the first game against Yokohama was like the highest attendance that they had for like a J-League team friendly yeah. which considering like United and and that have been there in the past is, is pretty good and then the second game was the highest attendance in that, in that stadium for a football match um, but like over here um, it's just like way more um just kind of outwardly passionate. I think that's just like a cultural difference. 
Yeah, so I did City's... Um, City have been doing um, preview shows ahead of the, the games as well. And so uh, ahead of the Atletico game, um, I'd been mm. in the studio at, at the Etihad campus and, you know, they, they took the press conferences and they, you know, chatted around open training and all that sort of stuff. Um, there were 20,000 people there, were there? Yeah, 23, apparently. Yeah, 23. Um the training session was like streamed on the like the the broadcast partner as well, and they had like a commentator for the for the training and stuff. They just love it um, on the on the metro here. I mean, there's there's loads of city shirts. Here's the majority city shirt, but like there's loads of people just wearing like Arsenal shirts, Chelsea shirts. There's quite a few like world like 2002 World Cup era, and after that, like England shirts. Yeah, obviously, yeah. kind of made a bit of an impression from the World Cup 20 odd years ago. Um, there was a couple. The guy was wearing, I think it was like a 2006 England shirt, and his missus was wearing like a Bayer Leverkusen Michael Ballack shirt. I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, they, but I mean, they just just love football. Like, as soon as as soon as I saw that pitch, I was like, oh no, you can't call it off. Like people are well up for this. Like, yeah. Prop, like, really happy that really happy they're here. So, yeah, so fingers it, crossed been, we, we did get a game so. at least. Yeah. 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 I, I, well, I was going to say I'm sure we will. I'm, I'm not sure at all, but they reckon the drainage is good and. Uh, and the, and the rain will stop, so we'll see. But I've come back downstairs now, so I've no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm just getting air conned up. Yeah, good, good. Uh, well, while you cool down... Oh, God. That's a good noise. Uh, did you hear that? So, yeah, basically... It? Oh, it's, it's a new one. No, basically, what they do is they send out public safety alerts like all the time, just for the heat. <laughs> um, yeah, you can hear it going off. Can you hear it going off on everyone's phone? Yeah, My yeah. phone's vibrating like mad. It's on. It's on everyone's phone. So I woke up on like Friday morning and I got one, and I was like, "Right," because there was a bit of an earthquake last weekend in Japan when we were in bed, and I was like, "Right, is there going to be one of these?" But it's just about the temperature. Um, but I can tell the last two symbols are different on this one, so I'm going to see what it is. I'm translating it now. But yeah, you can hear like everyone getting the health alerts at the same time. This alert yeah. is different. It says heavy rain, and it also says. If the underground parking lot is filled with water, evacuate to the ground level immediately. Please refrain from entering to check the vehicle. Okay. They're really on top of the alerts. Yeah. Like everybody um, gets them. So it's quite funny, like, you know, Pep was saying, oh, the, the temperature's too hot, they can't really train properly. And then they'd have gone to Korea, woken up. And it's even like possible. an alert on all their phones going, <laughs> by the way, it's really hot. <laughs> yeah. That's quite yeah, funny. There's yeah, there you another go. one there's there. there. They were, keep, keep them coming. So, Sam, it turns out there was a game. Um... Bit feisty yeah, yeah, one yeah. as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, as, just as you'd expect, isn't it, with Atletico? Um, but I saw somebody tweet on the way back saying, "Why does City play Atletico in a friendly?" Like, for them, like, there's no such thing as a friendly. But like, surely that's why. Surely Pep. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there was like it was just arranged, regardless. Um, but I'm sure Pep would be very happy to play against Atletico because they are always so intense, and it, you've got a you've got to switch on really, and you've got a kind of switch into that right frame of mind and you know that, that's what they need they've not had many games and the next one's Arsenal so um, yeah in terms of the the minutes in the legs factor um, <laughs> it was probably a, a useful exercise I mean obviously they lost but um, it doesn't matter hugely it, it felt like one of the Champions League games last season for a while for about an hour cause yeah it was I was like, going to say you, until the, the subs Atletico arriving chances but there was good saves um, and good defending but then obviously it wasn't really sustainable. Diaz did some. Was it Diaz? Diaz did some mental things. He um, gave the he gave the ball away in the box at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, not long after he gave it to Phillips, which I think was a bad pass, and it got intercepted. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, I mean, he did that mad one at the Leicester game, didn't he, at the end of last season, which was very, well, wasn't funny at the time, but we can laugh about it now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I mean, in, t- in terms of the tour, it's an interesting one because Pep said, you know, they've not been able to train properly because of the heat. Yeah. Um, the players haven't really slept, which is really weird. Have you slept? Like, it's like, like, have you found yeah. it difficult? Yeah. No. Well, apart from, yeah. No, no. Um, so I was all right because I kind of got in at, at 1 p.m., got to my hotel at like 3 four-ish and then just tossed about for a few hours went to bed as normal and there was the thing my problem was on the first few nights like getting up at like three and checking my phone and obviously because it's the middle of the day everything's going off so yeah. there's loads of stuff to look at and my first night was the night that um they were like oh yeah Maris isn't on the flight and and this is why and then there was a load of chat in the work channel about different transfer targets and stuff so i was up for about three hours but then that yeah that happened a couple of nights but again i think i was just me trying to use the phone um, the only time, really annoyingly, when I got to Seoul, I was absolutely exhausted. Went straight to bed at like 10 and then woke up at 1 in the morning and couldn't sleep again till 3. I was like, what is going on here? We, we, that was weird. Um, and then last night I got in at half 6 in the morning and slept till 4 in the afternoon. Um, so that that took care of itself. But no, it's been fine. But it was weird because, yeah, the players haven't really slept. They've been like kind of getting up at 5 and just... not. Yeah, it's it's weird. And that's, you know, that's been the whole the whole time, basically. But like the other journalists haven't really had problem sleeping. Like we've all kind of acclimatized quite well. It's just unusual that the footballers haven't for some reason. Yeah, I, I really and obviously there's like foot, um, sleeping pills are quite big in football. I don't know if that's why because it's like a different cycle or whatever. It was just unusual when when we were told that. But um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of on the pitch, jet lag or if it was like heat or anything like that, I don't know. But yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, but they were saying as well. It's like um, need to. I don't, know, I don't know if it's just one of them or a few of them, but they need to go to the toilet during the night because of like the hydration during the day and training in the evening, and then they need to go to the bathroom in the evening. Maybe because they're like that regular, and then it gets thrown off. Like the bodies are just all over the place. But I really don't know. It's strange. But like in terms of like on the pitch, it's not been ideal. Um, but you know they're used to that. At least they've had everyone together, the whole squad. Because obviously in recent seasons they just send everyone to the Euros and the Copa America and they're not all together but they're all, they've all been together here they've not been able to do proper proper training um, but they normally like to get like everything going during the season anyway yeah so it's not been ideal like if they don't win the league next year maybe it'll come back to the, the, the nightmare pre-season tour where they couldn't train and it was too hot and the players couldn't sleep um, but yeah it is what it is off the pitch though They've they've absolutely smashed it in terms of how well it's gone and like it just it's just such a slick operation like everything they do just seems like really clever and it's like it's like the recruitment you know we always say oh it's such a good operation with like cheeky and all you know all that kind of stuff but it's like even like even the off field like branding and like social media content and stuff it's just so good like the tie ins they do obviously they got loads of fans here already which we've seen twenty three thousand fans at the at the open training. Um, we thought 4,000 in, in Tokyo was good in Korea it's it's mad but like they you know they've got the kari- the players to go to karaoke they've had it was, it was Maximo Peroni Bernardo <laughs> Silva and Scott Carson which is like the most like pre-season lineup of players you can get but like at karaoke with fans um, they've had a singer from Blackpink which is a K-pop group she had, she's got 75 million Instagram followers she did something with Harlan the other day yeah so um 
Did that photo booth thing? Did you see the photo booth thing? I've not seen that. No, what is that? There's like a photo. There's like part of one of the things they do over here, like just for like an activity, is just go to like a photo booth shop basically. Where there's different floors of different photo booths and just take pictures and and stuff. So City did like a takeover of that, like they did with the takeover of the karaoke thing. It wasn't just like go to a karaoke place. It was like full on. It was like they had been built and designed specifically as a city karaoke place. Like they decorated it all properly. I think they did that for the the Photoshop thing. And that was Rodri, McAtee and Palmer. But like some fella proposed to his, his girlfriend as well, like with those three in the room. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, there's just so much of like the local stuff that they get involved with and like launching the shirt in Tokyo. So like I say, they've got loads of fans over here already, but it just feels like everything they do there, it's like really strengthens that. And I, it, I haven't looked at what Bayern Munich have been doing. I haven't looked at what Atletico Madrid have been doing. And, it, you know, they may be doing similar things, but it's just like, they're absolutely, like, streets ahead, City. And in terms of, like, you know, the oh, the, the global figures and, oh, City haven't got any fans, how are they generating this much? And it's like, have you seen how big they are in, like, Asia? Like, one yeah. of the biggest markets. Here's your answer. Um, and they, they've made over $20 million, 16 million quid in, like, ticket sales and, like, merchandise. They sold out all the merchandise at, in the, at the two Tokyo games. And that was more like match day sales than the biggest one they had at the Etihad last year. And that was on the day when they played Chelsea and won the trophy, uh, got the trophy. And they they did they sold more stuff here than they did then. It's just, it's just mental. Like the, the the scale of the whole thing is absolutely mental. Um, and like, yeah, I'll just go back to when you think about the size of the club and the growing brand and stuff. It, it is. I I would be very interested in seeing like what United or Liverpool would be like. Because maybe you turn up and it's like, oh shit, okay, that's like next next level. But it's been massively impressive the re- the reception that City have had, the amount of fans they've got. Because um, you don't really see people wearing football shirts in Japan, for example. On the day of the game, you see more. But it was loads of City shirts, and then like, not many buying. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just been so good, and like I say, all the content around it. It's just, it's just it, honestly, it's a really really impressive operation. Like you know, bring in. They're doing like Max Day Live stuff, aren't they? They've got FG hosting and they've got Lescott and Sean Wright Phillips over here doing events. They've got the trophies. The trophies have been everywhere. People have had their, their shirts. In fact, I was on the, the subway back to the hotel um, and I saw City. They um, they asked a fan. I think there were two fans, a guy and a girl. I think they were a couple in City shirts. And they asked they asked him how many goals did Harlan score last year? And he thought about it. He said 52. And they went, well done, and it and like here's here's a, a shirt that Harlan signed, and that's like they like proper like made up, and you just think that kind of those kind of bonds that they're making with the fans is like it seems really important, and like it was a bit weird in the stadium because like everyone was wearing a city shirt basically, but like every, they were just cheering for whatever, so like Atletico scored and everyone was just happy anyway. So I think it's like there's an element of them just being happy that they're there, mm. but but like they've got the city stuff, like they've got that connection with city. And like at the end, they had to rush off. They didn't do any media stuff because of the um, because of the delay, and they get they're flying back um, on Sunday night straight back. Um, so they had to go straight away, and they were, they would have had like I don't know like a sign in thing on the pitch or something, which apparently they did in Japan as well, but I didn't see because we were doing the media stuff. But instead, they just got Haaland and De Bruyne, who were I think obviously the most popular players here. They get the loudest cheers. Well, they I was just gonna... like went on the pitch and walked around and waved yeah. and stuff. But like Haaland took his shirt off and threw it into the crowd, and everyone was going mental. And then he took his training shirt off uh, as he was going down the tunnel and chucked that in. And it's like I know it's just standard stuff, but like, people absolutely love it. Like it, 
in terms of like city in Asia, like I don't know what it'd be like in five, ten years, but this is the kind of thing that the owners are doing, isn't it? It's you know, when people go back to when the takeover happened, they were like, Oh, they'll get bored eventually. Like when we did an article on the CFG on the Athletic, it was like basically like Abu Dhabi and like Middle Eastern companies, they've got plans for like thirty odd years. Like Mm. Like American companies and British companies are much more short term, but that's a cultural difference. They've got much longer plans, and you think where it's going to go next. Where, yeah, exactly. Just be interesting to see where yeah. we can go next in Asia. It, I mean, it will just be it will just keep going, but it'll just be the size and the, the the size of the club and like the the tours that they've done now. I mean, the last time was twenty nineteen, so it was only four years ago. But I feel like it's a no brainer to come back soon. I guess you wouldn't yeah. come back next summer, but it feels like a no brainer to come back in maybe two years. Because it's a it's a huge market and they're all over it. I mean, maybe there's such a thing as saturation and like you you don't want to go too often, so maybe they go back in another three or four. But it's it'll be interesting option, to see yeah. how they look next time. Because yeah, it's just and and it was just it was just so well done. I mean, football wise, not perfect, um, but so so well done um, in in every other sense. They're really good. Coming up after a short ad break, we're going to be talking more about City's final preseason game, the tour as a whole, and we'll discuss the latest around City's transfer window. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy, and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. As I was watching the game, because uh, I watched the game on City Plus, so uh, as I was watching the game on the uh, on the stream, um, the, I, I was like the crowd thing was really really noticeable because uh, I was I'd, like I, I half had my attention on the screen, half had my attention elsewhere. Um, and then you know how when you're watching football normally and you would you would look up when the crowd when you hear the crowd okay, noise build yeah, yeah, yeah. that it would build and I'd look up and the ball would be in the center of the pitch and I'd be like what's what, what's going on here and it'd be that yeah. somebody had just done a flick around the corner or like there'd be something that had and just got them anything, going yeah, yeah. Um, and then like there's a couple of times I looked up and it was just that the big screen was showing Kevin De Bruyne or it was showing Erling Haaland and like they like it was just. Yeah. Like the 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 cheer that they got just from being on the screen was incredible. Um, mm. Another one I wanted to ask you: um, Have you done karaoke? What's your karaoke song? If you had to pick, I'm, I'm like 
so bad at Kevin. <laughs> like, it, it's it's not, but it's not like oh, he's no. For, I, I I mean, it's the kind of thing I would do if I was alright at it. In fact, if I was if I was semi decent at it, I'd probably do it all the fucking time. But I'm so, like nobody wants to hear me do Kevin. It's so bad. <laughs> what I, it cannot, I cannot sing. It's terrible. We'll give members a, uh, <laughs> a taste. It's not even one of those things. You know when people are like bad singers, like, it's entertaining. Like, or th- th- it would just be awkward if I did it. Like, it, it, no, no no way. Good. Um, I did it in Kiev with Rob Pollard once, doing Morrissey, but I let him, I let him take... Take the lead. <laughs> but he's good. He is good. And he's a showman as well. So I let him take the lead, and I was kind of holding the microphone a bit lower. I was singing along, but nobody could hear it. So I was like, <laughs> to be fair, so, so was everybody else. Um, no, they they did say like because we went and interviewed like Lescott and Sean Wright Phillips on uh, uh, like later that day at the karaoke place. Now they did like hire. I think they did book out the booth for us, but it was like we're not, no, we're not doing karaoke. I'm not doing karaoke ever. But like it's half seven. We none of us have had a drink yet. Absolutely no chance. <laughs> um, so then we went and had too many drinks and ruined the old tour. Excellent. Excellent. But it's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. Um, yeah, ob- ob- yeah. We've obviously not... Uh, we've glossed over the game because, I mean, here's a football cliche. Oh, it, it, it is what it is. There's not much not much going on there. Um, just in terms yeah, of... Um, yeah, we've, do- we've talked about the transfers. I mean, you can kind of see the impact of that. You know, there's not an awful lot of depth, is there? You know, you, you want to look at the bench and go, okay, he can change it, he can change it, he can change it. And another thing about Mares, which, like, even just coming off, off the bench. I know Pep said earlier in the season that he wasn't always like fully switched on when he when he came off the bench, but he, still, an you option. knew that. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, look, to be fair, Pep does really make subs anyway. But you know, if you bring in on Mares, it's not going to be a problem generally. Um, so yeah, just in terms of you know, we were talking about oh, they can juggle with this and they can juggle that and they can move it around here. It's fine in terms of everyone being fit, but then also it's like there's not there isn't really a lot on the bench either. I suppose generally you'd have Alvarez, um, but yeah, not an awful lot. Um, not you can't have like you can't have a bench of like Alvarez, Palmer. Uh, Lewis McAtee I mean these are all good players but yeah, yeah I mean these are all good players but come on you know, yeah. last last season I don't know I can't even remember what it would have been but it, well it was it would have been Foden Mares, um Alvarez that's that's strong already isn't it yeah there'd have been Laporte on there um, not Cancelo obviously but going back before that Cancelo as well uh yeah, it's, it's just thin, isn't it? It's, it's just thin. That, like that's it. And, about, I, and I thought the second half showed that when they... Because like you said, we was a competitive game for an hour and then as soon as the subs were made, it was like you could see the the, the youngness, the inexperiencedness of the team that was uh, that was playing after that was... Um, uh, and the newness as well with Kovacic. It was evident, I, it? Yeah, yeah, it was evident. I thought... Because I, I thought Kovacic, in, in a game that was a little bit more high pressure, uh, you could see the decisions he made. There was a couple of times he stepped in to try and make an interception or something like that, didn't quite make it. And then... It was it was it was like Rodri in his first season. You know, the balls passed him, and then oh shit, he's out of position, sort of thing. So it's, it's it's sort of like it's it's not nothing to panic about, but it's the sort of yeah. There's that's you see that's where the, uh, the work needs to be done. Um, yeah, that's the point. Oh, that's the point. I mean, in terms of the bench as well, you'd have Kovacic as well, but also first season Kovacic is maybe not going to be the same as second season. He might be absolutely fine, but you know, like you just said there, and I think we saw in the first game, there's obviously going to be adaptation needed, which yeah. is normal. Yeah, and like everybody expects it now. Yeah, um, community shield to come, Sam. Um, how serious yeah. will that be? Do you think final preseason game or more more towards Guardiola's trophy hall for the uh, you know the calendar year thing? Yeah, exactly. I I, I think well, not, not even calendar year because I think we when we spoke to Stones the other day, he said like 
he said there's something like seven trophies on offer this season. And you think, oh yeah, it's not just like the calendar year thing because obviously they've got three in the bag already, but they're going to want that those three next year as well. Um, yeah, uh, they'll take it as seriously as they always do. They just might not be in the best conditions to act on it. Do you know what I mean? They'll go and they'll try and win it. I don't think, you know, he'll, he'll pick the same kind of start in 11 that there was tonight, you know, a strong one. Um, but it's just whether they've actually got the preparation compared to Arsenal, I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah. But yeah, they'll they'll want to win it for sure. So it won't be won't be like won't be like another kind of tour game. We're looking more towards the the Premier League sort of uh, starting lineup. Yeah, 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 exactly. More towards that. And I mean, I'm, I can't even remember how many subs you're allowed to make in the Community Shield. But even if you could make eleven, I don't think you would. I don't think you'd be yeah. doing like eight subs with uh, like thirty five minutes to go or even half time. No way. Like they'll play it as a proper game and want to win. Again, it yeah. goes back to the Atletico thing. Like you want to play a team that's going to be up for it and kicking you and keep you on your toes and. And that's not what Arsenal necessarily are, but you know it's going to be a top game, so it's perfect, really. Yeah, I did think uh, I did think it was interesting the Grealish. The, the first off, the the referee was getting his yellow cards out, which is almost unheard of in yeah. a preseason game. Um, but Grealish, as Belaqueta, seemed to be tasty to begin with, and then and then calmed down. And it just made me think. I wonder maybe maybe Atletico have to actually warm up their shit housing as well. Maybe you can't just uh, can't just go into the season cold on your shit. Yeah, housing. yeah, maybe you've got to you've got to get do. yeah you've got to get get ready for it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to. I love Simeone. I think he's great. There's a documentary on him, isn't there? Um, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to know if he's kind of whipping them up in training and before the game and stuff, like, like trying to get them up to the levels of of shit housing. Like, you know, you're not you're not rolling around at corners. What's going on? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play to them. Um, yeah. they, they are good. They are good fun. I mean, awful in some ways, but um, good fun yeah. on the pitch. I mean, off the pitch, generally awful. Yeah. Well, uh, let's return now to a time where we didn't know if the game was going to go ahead or not. So uh, back to where we were before. Shall we talk through some of the news of, uh, of everything that's been going on? So um, mm. uh, let's start with uh, the, the transfer pitches, uh, because obviously it feels like very little has changed since we last spoke. Is that the case? If I could, I can't remember anything these days. If I could remember what we said last time, then I'd be able to more accurately say so. But yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've got, I've got a bit more, a few more updates on what's going on or isn't going on. But I mean, I've got an article coming out with it on like Tuesday. Okay. Just for various reasons, um, so I don't want to undercut myself too much. But I mean, don't be expecting too much to be happening. Basically, yeah. um, it's not. Yeah, basically, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like. It's going to be transfer market central now. Mahrez is gone, and if Walker goes, um, you know they, they are looking for a winger. But it's a bit like when they were looking for a left back after they didn't get Marco Correa last summer. And so, Elise, Elise now I, I wish I'd just done it like ten days ago when I when I first had a bit of a sniff of it. But he is like the one that they're looking at. But it, it doesn't. He's not like, yeah, this is the guy we need to break the bank for. Obviously, we were yeah. right. They were going to pay, what, like 90, 100 maybe. And they were very willing to do that. But also, like we said before, just because they had that money, it doesn't mean they will spend that. They, they don't want, won't just go and buy two £50 million players. It depends on their valuation. And I think with Elise, they wouldn't want to pay like 50 million for him. And then obviously, if they have got like, well, if Chelsea are interested as well and Chelsea pay like 50 or 60, then City just aren't going to do it. So that you can forget it. So that's kind of as it is with that one and then if they don't get him that might be it I'm not yeah. I've not been told for certain that is it but it but then the conversation turned to 
oh, well, maybe Bernardo gets used on the right. You know, because we were saying Bernardo is now going to be the one in the middle. Now Gundogan's left and they haven't got Rice and they'll find a winger. But now if they can't find a winger, it's like maybe Bernardo and Foden stay on the right. And then they look for it wasn't central. look for a midfielder. Now that may be, that may be when they start looking for like, you know, Gabri Vega comes back into it or something if they decide to do that. But that wasn't what I was told last night. It was more um, like Rico Lewis will, will be used more as a number eight. And it's like, okay, this is getting a bit... Um, dicey, isn't it? So, yeah. But also, they were saying about because um, Cole Palmer got, had a really good relationship with Juan Marleo, and now if Juan Marleo comes back, maybe that helps Palmer. Um, and so maybe he's an option for the right wing, but then Bernardo can stay in the middle. But all these kind of ins and outs with the squad, they don't, you know, it doesn't sound like there's going to be many transfer market solutions, is there? Yeah. Um, but the problem is, like, it, when you put it like that, you go Bernardo on the right and Foden on the right. Yeah, fine, sounds sounds okay. Um, but then, it's cause I suppose if you use one of them on the right and one of them in the middle, that's fine, isn't it? That's a good starting lineup. Would be like Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo, Foden on the right, Haaland, um, Grealish. That's that's yeah. fine. My, my um, issue though is might be starting on the right tonight, but then it's just wiggle room, isn't it? Like if one yeah, of those is injured, yeah, or rotation, there's just nothing, is there really? That that was my entire issue. Is that ultimately, you know, you look at, at the potential starting lineups that City can put out when everybody's fit. Fine, like there's no issue there. But we were already saying mm-hmm. at the end of last season that they got lucky in the sense of when they got to all the big games, the entire squad was fit. Yeah, if there was if there was a, if there was two injuries in there, then suddenly somebody's got to deputise here and move there, and the shape is all over the place, and it. It take, I don't want to. I don't. I, I really, really, really don't want to suggest that this is what's going to happen for next season. But one of the issues of that nineteen twenty season, when everything didn't quite work properly, was ultimately company's gone. They hadn't replaced him. Oh, Fernandinho can drop in there. Thing. Yeah, when Fernandinho can drop in there when needed, and it turned out he was needed quite a lot. And then suddenly that left them high and dry in the centre, and it just knocked everything off balance. And you look at the teams that City were putting out in that 1920 season. They were, they were there was nothing really wrong with the with the starting 11s most week, but like the setup wasn't quite right, and because people were having to deputise here and there, and that's that's kind of my fear going into next season now. Um, and I'm not suggesting that they should just go out and buy whoever at whatever price because they need bodies in the in, in positions. Um, but I'm I'm just kind of I'm a little bit nervous about about like if things don't work out the way they want them to. And that's there's still a long way of the window to go. And obviously the window doesn't close um, until the season started again, does it? it, it, it they, they had a couple of years where it was closing ahead yeah. of the ahead yeah. of the season, but it's it's back to end of, back to end of August now, isn't it? Um, so there's a little bit of time to, to sort things out that way. Um, but I, like, I could understand Guardiola's frustration if he's not had any time to work with these players ahead of the season. Yeah. I mean, he did say things. He said many things are going to happen. He said that the other day as well. Um, but it was quite interesting because when he was talking about like, replacing Mahrez, he was like, you know, we'll see if we need wingers, we'll see if we need inside players. And that's basically what I'm talking about with the Bernardo thing. It's like, yeah. they've got the players already, but it's, they've got to decide how they're going to use them and where, and then who's available. So, you know, if it makes sense to use Bernardo on the wing and because there's more midfielders available, then maybe they'll get a midfielder. But but like I say, it might just be a case of moving everyone around. Um he did, like I say, he did say things are going to happen, though. So I wouldn't rule it out entirely. But you know, it doesn't it doesn't sound like they're they're going hammer and tongs to to, to bring players in. And it's the same with Walker, really, because um, 
what was it? If he goes, obviously that's kind of still up in the air, um, which is a bit strange actually. Um, yeah, I kind of thought that might. And have been it was like, well, they've got yeah. Stones and Akanji and, and Lewis, so that's enough options. But I was like, well, they need Guardiol for that, don't they? Like, if you could, if you bring in Guardiol, then you got more options at the back, and then there is more scope for Akanji and Stones and Lewis to to play right back. Um, and obviously, you can't. I think it's just a case of Carl Walker's so good. Like, I'm not. Sh- I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a, like there's somebody that they rate as highly on the on the market now. So we know what they're like with that. They'll just they'll just wait, won't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so again, you, you 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 name people like that. So in terms of left back, you've got and this is if Laporte and Cancelo leave because look, there's no plan for Cancelo to stay still. Um, if Laporte and Cancelo leave, then you've got potential left backs who are Ake, Akanji, and Guardiol. Um, you've got the centre backs, basically, all, that's all of them, isn't it? Diaz, Akanji, Stones, um, Ake, Guardiol, and right back Akanji, Stones. Lewis, there's plenty of options. Lewis could play left back as well, so there are plenty of options. But again, it's just there's just not much wiggle room in the squad, is there? And it, it basically, if they if they were to, and this is just an if, but if Walker, Gundogan, and Mares go, and Kovacic and Guardiola come in, it's like, is that good? Is that like, that's not really yeah. a refresh, is it? That's just worse. It's, it's just letting <laughs> some players go, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I mean, they like they like to like tie one hand behind their back with left backs and strikers and that kind of thing so I'm sure they'd be fine but it does feel yeah. like we say it does feel like they're um, sailing closer to wind with this with this transfer window that's it for the free version of Let Me Talk if you subscribe on Memberfoot then we discuss some other stuff don't we Sam yeah we do we talk about Morris's legacy after him leaving and we also well we talk quite a bit about transfers basically focused around Bernardo Silva because nobody's really sure yet where he's going to play and I mean, whether that's in Manchester or whether it's on the wing or whether it's in the middle, it's pretty confusing. <laughs> yeah. but, we, but we try and get into it. Yeah, we, uh, we dig into all of that. That's for members. Those ad-free episodes are longer. They're out earlier as well. You can find out more on lmtpod.com. If you want to send us an email, hello at lmtpod.com is the way to do it. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just search for lmtpod. There's plenty of extra content on there. It's completely free as well. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 